that's the house where so and so fell on the meat fork in the dishwasher. Right so. above there was this. It was a red was, brown stain on the wood ceiling. I thought maybe it was spaghetti sauce or something that it showed up. <laughs> was spaghetti sauce. Spaghetti sauce. It was like arterial uh, blood spatter. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Emily, I'm Joy. That's, that's, that is Joy, and I'm this Joy. is yeah uh, the residuals, residuals um, a delightful podcast with two of us uh, talking about ghosts, spooky things, what have you, um, odd happenings. And this week we have not one guest, but two guests. So excited! So excited! We have the lovely Courtney and her mum, Bonnie. Hi, thank you for being on the show. Welcome. Yeah, this is my mom's first podcast. It is. Oh, really? Awesome. I'm very excited to, to be your first. Um, um, Emily, I'm just going to warn you that my mom picks up other people's accents like immediately. So she no, I already we were just talking about that. We talked about that in our last episode. Yeah. Don't worry. It's fine. We do it too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Concentrate. <laughs> Where are you guys from? I'll just start talking like you. You can start talking like Emily, and by the end of the episode, no one will know who's talking. It will be when they're fine. listening. It'll be great. <laughs> so uh, let's get into it, Courtney. We know that you've had some cuckoo bananas stuff happen, and um, that your mom has had stuff as well. So we'd love to hear all about it. Well. Honestly, I did not really believe, I mean, I was scared of ghosts, but I didn't really believe in ghosts until my mom moved into this house uh, <laughs> when I was away in, uh, for my semester abroad. She moved into this really old house, um, and that was where I had my first ghost experience. So I can oh. to tell you about that house, and then I can tell you my little part of it, but she's the one who lived there. Oh, yes. All right. Where was this? Uh, it was in technically Southeast New York, um, New York State. Oh, okay. In Putnam County. Um, and it was an amazing, I, I bought the house because it was the only house that I, I was doing real estate at the time. It was the only house I'd ever gone through that I couldn't draw a floor plan of when I came out of it. The original part of the house was pre-revolutionary war, the, the basement. Holy cow. The rest of it was added around 1810. Um, had five fireplaces, 3,000 square feet. It was amazing. Oh, my God. Wow. Beautiful. And uh, yeah. Anyway, and it was set on two acres. And wow. I bought it for $160,000. What? Exactly. I'm it's- sorry. Okay. My jaw just broke. But they had a developer who wanted to rip it down. And the listing agent was so irritated that he said, 
for 160,000, it's yours. I said, no, yeah, exactly. So anyway, I bought the house. Wow. Um, oh my gosh. I bought, yeah, <laughs> I bought the house and we moved in. And the first night, boxes everywhere. And we had packed overnight bags and I had my two younger children with me. Um, I, we got into bed. I was sleeping in the upstairs bedroom, which Courtney knows well. Uh, the room that would later be my room. Yes, her room. Um, you gave it to her after st- Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to renovate the master. There was a there was a sitting room downstairs with a library behind it. I was going to turn it into a master bedroom with a with a master bath. Blah blah. Anyway, oh, that um, sounds nice. I'm laying in bed. I'm woken up. It sounds like every window in the house is being smashed. <gasps> Breaking glass everywhere. And I'm laying in bed. Jim Gaffigan has a bit about you just lay there and hope not to get murdered or do you do something. I laid there for a while. Um, <laughs> and finally I got up because, I mean, this was terrifying. And I had two kids in the house. Um, absolutely nothing was disturbed. Oh, my the God. house was completely, absolutely nothing was broken. Oh, my God. So I tried. I, that was odd they didn't even wait though it was just like right out of the gate first night here welcome home (laughs) we all live here now and the second night same bedroom i'm laying in bed and i hear footsteps out in the hall so i figured one of the kids is using the bathroom or whatever so i got up i looked in matt's room and he was looked like he was asleep in bed and then i looked in Allie's room looked like she was asleep so i went back to bed thinking they'd gotten up and the next morning, Matt, my son, who was, what, 12 at the time, he came down. He said, why were you in my room last night? <gasps> and I said, I was just checking. I heard you were out in the hall. He said, no, why were you up by the ceiling? Oh. What? <laughs> what? Oh. He's a total skeptic. I mean, total yeah. skeptic. And he's, um, now he denies it. Yeah, he does. He said it at the time. He did. He did. So I have so many goosebumps. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that that was to me. um, Yeah, (gasps) I I had my, I had a feeling something was going on, but then these two women. I was working in the kitchen because we were. I was renovating the house, and um, working in the kitchen. These two women show up at the back door, all dressed in black. They were going to a funeral. Um, one of them had grown up in the house and asked me, she said, oh, have you met the ghost yet? So they came in and her dad, her dad had been a reporter for a newspaper in the DC area. Uh Anyway, he had had Edgar Casey come in and they did a big seance and they found- No, stop it! They they had done a big seance. So this is her history that she gave me. Um, And they found out who the ghost was and her name was, Abigail Pardee, and she uh, she had a granddaughter that got pregnant without being married, and back in those days, she was banished. She was sent away. So she's mm-hmm. waiting for her granddaughter and her great-grandchild to return. That's oh. why she's tied to the house. I know, it's a little sad, but then after I decided to move, <laughs> um, which was, you know, a few years later, um, I rented the house for a period of time. And when, when, I had, when I had moved in, there was this baby shoe sitting on a windowsill. I never really moved it. I just left it there. And uh, the, the, one of the girls, when I went to check on the house, she said, oh, 
And she said, we found that shoe up in the bedroom. We call it baby Abigail shoe. I'm sorry, what? <gasps> yeah, wow. they baby Abigail shoe, which was totally, they had no idea. So then Courtney had her, well, before that, Courtney had her experience. Which yes, was, so she's having all of these experiences in the house, but she doesn't, and I'm living in Brighton because I was doing my study abroad. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't tell me any of this stuff because she doesn't, she knows how scared I am. She doesn't want me to freak out. So then I get, I get home from England and the first night I'm there, I'm sleeping up in this room that's in the oldest part of the house. So the, the parts, like there's a landing, my room is on one side in the oldest part of the house and then my brother's room is on the other side of the landing and then there's a hallway. So the footsteps were heard on this landing, all this stuff. So I come home and I wake up in the middle of the night and I thought it was just like jet lag. And so I'm turning over to go back to bed and it's like June, I think, and hot. There's no air conditioning in this old, old house. Oh, there was no air conditioning. And um, the room got really, really cold. <sighs> and then I just heard footsteps like creeping towards <laughs> the bed. And then something grabbed me and shook me. Stop! Stop! <gasps> and I was so scared that I could not dream and then so i stayed in that house that summer but i only slept in my mom's room right or i would sleep in the living room and like force my 12 year old brother to like sleep on the on the couch like oh we were getting upstairs it was awful but then i went back to college in the fall and then i lived there for another year after college in which i never slept in that room um because it was too terrifying that was clearly her room it was in the oldest part of the house the right. house was like had these different staircases that went up and down and the basement was like a dirt cellar with like rooms like conk like stone like holes and things and there was one no. room with like a meat hook <laughs> no no thank you of course there was yeah, no. Of course it there was. was. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, "Can we move?" No. Yeah, no. The original, the original kitchen was down in the basement area, and it had a huge hearth, and it had a beehive um, oven, and it also had a smoke room behind. She's making there. it seem very charming. It was like it does sound very quaint. Yeah, and yeah. not at all like that's where Buffalo Bill would hang out. No, it was it a was basement. Light. No, it was dark and creepy. That's and a damn. Above grade. It was. It was lovely. I don't know. Um, I don't remember it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fine. But I was also told that this, the smoke room, because it was so hidden, um, was part of an underground railroad, like holding place. Oh, so, okay. Um, yeah, that would make sense. Down the street. And it was a very commonly traveled road in those days. Yeah. Um, well, we, we had a dog at that time, or my mom had a dog, oh, and the dog would just sit in the dining room and bark at the corner. <gasps> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Cody, he would sit in the corner and bark at the wall, like, at, like there was someone there. Did that dog ever go up into that bedroom? I don't think so. I don't think he Probably. Ever no, he didn't go upstairs. I, I bet he didn't. I don't blame him. <laughs> And so then once the floodgates open, then my mom starts telling me all these other things, you know, like that the people who used to live there, the flue was closed in the fireplace and the smoke came pouring in and they all saw the figure of a woman at the same time. This I'm is sorry, what? Forgetting. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right. So. Wait, was, I'm sorry, mom, you yeah. conveniently left all of this information out. 
Do we would like to hear these stories. It? You just were like, okay, can you see it? This is the photo she took before we left, before she moved that, out. That was in the front hall. Now that day, I didn't smoke. <laughs> there was no sun glare. <laughs> Please ask me feel like I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm gonna cry. It was no, horrible. No, I, I think she. I think she was very protective. Right. Uh, once she got to know us, I think she was very protective. And when I went to sell the house, I had to replace the furnace and the boiler, and so it was completely new heating system, completely new. If I didn't visit the house every three to five days, she would turn off the heat. What? And it was, again, no, the, the furnace would go, I mean, there was absolutely no mechanical reason for this. It was a brand new system. And uh, I, w I would drive up to the house and I would see that the windows were all fogged up. You know how they, they get when you're, yeah. And she turned off the heat. So I'd have I'm, to I'm starting to like Abigail. I'm starting to She's kind of in her corner a little bit now. She's this is amazing. Oh. But so what were these other stories that you heard from from people? You, Courtney said something about they saw the outline of her and the smoke from a closed flue. Yes, uh, yeah. Yes, you told me that she. Yeah, she conveniently forgot. Uh, yeah, I but do. I, I lodged it permanently in my brain. Uh, that's um, how that happens, right? I, I my mom does that to me too. She yeah. she's like, I don't remember Tom. Like, I have yeah. it written in stone <laughs> exactly. on the back of my skull that this happened. Trust me. I, I now call hotels in advance. If I'm staying anywhere that's been like around for more than 50 years, I call them and I make sure it's not haunted because I never want to. I didn't blame you. Yeah. But um, yeah, she said that those, those women, I think it was those women. It was probably the women said, at the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> they were all like having Thanksgiving dinner or something and they lit the fire and they didn't have the flu open and the smoke came pouring into the room and everyone at the table saw the same exact thing. They saw the figure of a woman standing there. Oh and my God. The other thing she told me is that she had a priest come in, or not a priest. A oh yeah, she, she was a, no, she's a priest. A priest. Okay. Yeah. So she had a priest come in who walked through and said, well, sometimes they're just pretending to have this sympathetic story. And- I'm sorry, know, what? <laughs> So like that this ghost may not be a ghost at all. It could be some sort of demon. It could be some sort of, you know, other type of entity who is uh -huh. using this sympathetic story. Like uh -huh. masquerading. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I don't think that was the case. Well, I, I of course not because it attached itself to you. It was like, come here. I need your energy every three to five business days. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> also went to like shake and awake in the middle of the night oh, well see so. i'd say like okay maybe if it was like abigail and she really was waiting for her granddaughter daughter her granddaughter, granddaughter to come home. Yeah. maybe maybe she was like is that you is that you sleeping oh, in my yeah. bed it's but she was very active around female um yeah I, I think it was mostly a female kind of energy that she was mm -hmm. looking for she was like but your oh, son, no, she, well, she, she peeked in, but yeah. Um, your, your son saw her on the ceiling? He did. He, did. he saw her up, <laughs> yeah, up didn't really bother him. <laughs> well, he, he, yeah, he, he took it naturally. He didn't think it was a big deal. No, he was freaked out. He said he grabbed his machete <laughs> and stuck with it under his pillow. She doesn't remember anything. <laughs> no, it wasn't a big I deal. Blocked, I blocked it. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh. The kid slept with a machete under his pillow for years. 
<laughs> I didn't even live there and I heard all this. I mean, <laughs> oh my goodness. That's probably why you heard all of it. It really yeah. made an impression. Let me just yeah. tell you that. Oh my God. But it was a great place. It was a wonderful house. Oh, that sounds stunning. Oh yeah, the house sounds incredible. I mean, I probably would have walked in there and been like, this is beautiful, oh my God. It, it was, it had all the original woodwork. I mean, it was amazing. Um, it had been painted over and papered over, but yeah, it was great. Oh, wow. So um, when you went to look at it, did you feel anything, any sense of something else being there when you went to look at it or just have, like when you stepped across the threshold, did it just feel different than other houses? Or I, was it just fine? I instantly loved that house. Mm. I still ah. have Courtney is shaking your head. <laughs> I hate that house. I mean, it's a beautiful house. Right. I was so terrified living there. The house chose Bonnie. Yeah. I was just gonna say Annabelle chose Bonnie. Let's get it. Let's be Abigail. Real. Abigail. Abigail. Yeah. Um, don't get her mad, Annabelle. Abigail. Abigail. Oh, is it? Uh, sorry, Abigail. I'm thinking of the haunted doll. Yeah. Oh, 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 wrong no. one. That's yeah, right. no. no. Wait, did you also have doll problems? <laughs> no, we, we didn't have doll problems, but I did have some, um, uh, I guess, some extraordinarily Christian friends that felt I should cleanse the house. And I really thought that that probably wasn't a good thing to do because we, we had a peaceful coexistence. And when you try to shuffle somebody out, it's probably... Yeah. raise the hackles <laughs> i guess i i don't know i i didn't want to do that so i left it as was. Well. Uh, yeah <laughs> abigail was like they don't know what they're talking about Lisa, the house is fine <laughs> they don't know <laughs> yeah, exactly right. no, um yeah i don't think you should mess with that unless it's messing i with think you. you should get it out <laughs> but how long Go were you at the home for night. i think i lived there what maybe four years maybe four years and it was back before the 2000s so was that was it active a lot like did that stuff happen frequently did you feel like things oh, were yeah. happening once a week or was this like once every few months no it was once every few months old okay. houses have a lot of noises and so you write a lot of oh, stuff sure. um you know yeah. the things would go yeah, missing thing, all the time did, things did go missing uh, <laughs> you're burying the from now on we are only interviewing people with their mothers because right. this <laughs> is how we're getting the full story out of everything. right <laughs> oh my god yeah no she's she's just from the generation that just moves on if they don't like what they're uh <laughs> they don't that's want right. to think about it they just move forward that's right so what kind of things would go missing uh, not car keys it would be stupid things like a stapler or it would be a, a you know it would be things that you use occasionally and right. you assume are in the same place that you left them would they show back up where you'd put them or would they show up in random locations oh no they'd show up where you initially felt they should be right so what? it was odd it was odd they would disappear and then show up or things that you would put you know how you have a, a dish or something and you throw things into it things would be missing from the dish never keys never keys never keys but it was just never random mundane stuff so courtney i'm going to ask you now i'm sorry bonnie yeah. But you're, right. you are not telling us the good stuff. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But seriously. I, I just was so scared being in that house at all times. Right. Mm -hmm. 
if I was downstairs watching TV and my mom was out or my brother, it was just me and my brother home, we would hear footsteps upstairs, just someone walking around up there. Oh, that um, noise. I just, I hated it and got out of there as fast as possible. And I thought it was great. You did? I, yeah, no, I get creeped out pretty easily. When I was growing up, I was in, it was an older house and there was an area in the, going upstairs. I would run up the stairs every single time past that spot on the stairs because I would get creeped out. I, and this house, I felt completely comfortable. In like all areas of the house, all like areas, did it, you were basement at night, <gasps> which normally I I wouldn't go into Courtney's basement at night. So, but I feel fine in my own basement. Well, there you go. Yeah, I your basement was scary during the day, madam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, been there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. So have lasted a moment in this other basement, Mike. No, no. I'm scared. I don't joke around on this podcast. I say it all the time. I am afraid all the time. I'm scared of everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She sleeps with the nightlight on. Yeah. Oh, Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Courtney, did you always feel when you were in the house? Because it I mean, you lived there like regularly though for a while. Yes? Yeah, I lived there for one summer and then another year. So yeah, so yeah, Yeah. it wasn't just like visiting on like, no, whatever. So did you always feel that sort of like someone was hanging out, like watching what you were doing all the time? Was it always annoying? Um, Or was it more like intermittent, like your mom saying? I was always scared there because I had been awoken and because you had been assaulted in your sleep exactly yes <laughs> uh, i've been more scared than i'd ever been in my whole life oh my god in house. so i think i don't even i don't know if i was reacting to anything that was there or sensing anything was there or, but i was just permanently yeah. afraid of being in that house yeah i makes um, sense i mean permanently scarred well i mean the bedroom, come to think of it, that bedroom was problematic. Come to think of it. I did, I did. I'm sorry. Could I you say it. that again? It was what? <laughs> the bedroom was problematic. Problematic. Um, All right. I, I had, in, in the real estate office where I, where I worked, there was a woman who did feng shui for people. And I actually had her come and do that room because it was not a good room for sleeping in. Um, and it was a bedroom. So, yeah, I, I guess I did sense that there was... <laughs> What 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 made it not a good room to sleep in? Was it the person that would shake people, or this the person that was floating on the ceiling watching you sleep? Which part of it made it not good? Um, all right, touche. <laughs> I'm just wondering, or was yeah. it because your bed should have been on the other wall? No, it, it, it that didn't help. Uh, <laughs> that's a surprise. Needed, I'm sure. needed one more crucifix above the headboard. Just one more they needed. <laughs> no, we didn't want to rile anyone. We didn't want to make anyone angry. Um, it Are had we a all moving? Ceiling. Yes, you're good. Of course it had a sloped um, ceiling. Of course yeah. it did. It was under the eaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Naturally. Was, I, think it, I think it might have had a little door to like a side attic. It, it did have a little door to a side It had a creepy door. No, 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 no. No. Yeah, it did. Oh, it's true. Did you yeah. ever look in there? That was the portal. Oh, I thought, yeah. <laughs> I kept my wrapping paper in there and things. That's a yeah. great place to put it. Did you ever find um, anything 
on the property or in the house um, from its past, from its history, considering it did go back so far? No, nope. I, I never, not that I'm aware of. Um, mm. Not that, not that she remembers of. right this second. She'll probably <laughs> come out with it in five minutes. And- Other than <laughs> right. the meat hook. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. that, yeah, that was that was a surprise. That room, I didn't. But Edgar that. Casey was there. Like right. that blows there, yeah. my mind. Do you know how few wow. people know who Edgar Casey is? Oh, I'm like a weird old person with this yeah. anyway. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she said he was there, and they did this whole seance. And oh my god, absolutely. But like, did it get worse? I have so many questions, but did it get worse after that? Did they like stir some stuff up? I wonder if it was like not so crazy beforehand or did I, it I think they must have had some problems in order to right. seance. Yeah, <laughs> but I just, I just know like sometimes seances will stir it up stir things up invite other things in make it easier for other things to hang around right. um so i don't know if maybe abigail was there in the beginning and then something else was like yeah, yeah i'm i'm abigail i'm not her i'm abigail fine we're all abigail <laughs> oh, oh no 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 but that also goes to what your friend said the 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 pastor that you had come in that walked through saying not everything that presents itself is how it's presenting itself do you know what i mean that especially just i would think that if she was such a benevolent guardian of the house right waiting for her granddaughter and great-grandchild to come back to the point of having a baby shoe on the window ledge which is creepy in and of itself but also kind of sweet um the way that courtney you were grabbed and shaken so violently does not lead that doesn't sound like a benevolent kind right like you think you'd think that she would like look out for all of the women and all of the daughters especially right in the house i find it interesting that my mom is sitting here saying that she didn't want to stir things up because if it were my house having had a spirit in my house that was affecting my kids i immediately got someone in here to handle it and i but i don't think that's my mom i think that's whatever spirit it was was saying like don't get rid of me or was influencing her not to get rid of it when i had um, some clearing done on my daughter. I told the woman who was doing the clearing about my experience, and she said that was a male presence. Oh. And that. Sorry, happen. Bonnie. Oh. The fact that you couldn't scream, that you felt silenced, and um, like you couldn't move, that you felt paralyzed, speaks. Like they both got. I, I was doing it with two women, and they both got the sense that it was some sort of male or not a, not a female spirit but yeah. that also goes to bonnie what you were saying when you walked in and instead of having a bad feeling it felt like it was meant to be your home right you know you were meant to be there it was meant to be yours it, it saw you it was like that's right yeah <laughs> sorry i feel like we're sullying all no, of your wonderful was, memories of that. i i feel like this is just a different relationship i mean unless there are things that bonnie's not talking about which is no, possible no. that's but, okay uh, they bonnie and this spirit entity whatever had a very nice relationship she was only 
it sounds like nice things that happened. Like it wasn't scared, wasn't running out of the house screaming, wasn't doing like the light trail from the TV all the way up to bed at night, like some of us did growing up in their houses oh. or might still no, do. That, that's how I normally am. I am normally a, a light trail kind of, I am normally freaked out by a lot of things and that house made me feel very safe. You were just good. Yeah. I mean, and I've been in houses like that. Like we talked about um, the farmhouse that I lived in in Rhode Island and how I had a crazy dream and like heard an external whisper one night when I was falling asleep. And um, I didn't ever feel scared in that house. Mm. I felt like there was something there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I only ever felt um, protected and like watched over. I never felt like I was intruding anywhere. I never felt like I wasn't wanted, but mm -hmm. I felt like something was there. Yeah. And I, that sounds more like what Bonnie's describing, yeah. which is amazing considering Courtney was in the same house and having like the complete opposite experience. I have a question about the photograph that you took when you were leaving right. that shows something. Did you take that picture because you saw? No. This no it just showed up in the picture. Up in the she picture. was doing um, photos, I think, for the walkthrough, right? For the, was, for the renters. Like, right. Was so that, that on was, film? There was absolutely nothing there. Yeah, that there was, was on actual film. Because, okay. Um, yeah. This is a picture of the picture. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it was on actual film. And nothing else mm. on the entire roll. Just that one. Else on it, just that one. And there was another picture oh, yeah. of that same room. Yeah. I think. Yes, there was. In the original okay. roll. Yeah. That's so, bonkers. Absolute bonkers. Well, yeah, I, I thought it was unusual. Just a skosh. Yeah, right. Just a bit. Uh, I can't, I, I, I'm, the house sounds absolutely lovely. It, it sounds totally beautiful. I'd be <laughs> really? fascinated to find out about its past with, you know, like you're saying, the Underground Railroad stuff and, you know, the the fact that it was around you said it was built before the revolutionary war correct the initial part of it was built before the revolutionary war and then they added on in the early i guess 19th century because okay. i always wonder about places like that if there were any battles near them because back then when there were battles uh nearby they would basically commandeer different people's homes to act as makeshift hospitals or somewhere for the the no. soldiers to stay and be posted up at. No, it's getting very creepy. Um, yeah, Already no, was. Well, literally, it's documented that George Washington slept in the house like a quarter of a mile down the road. Yeah. yeah. So, what? is it also like on the river, or is it near? Yeah, no. is it near moving water? It's not near moving water. Uh, okay. So George Washington stayed a half mile down the road. Yeah, probably more like a quarter mile, but yeah. Good gravy. Wow. So there is a significant likelihood that some soldiers. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Wow. But because one of the things that we talk about, which is, you know, the name of our show is the residuals. And one of the reasons why is because there are so many different forms of hauntings. And if it is a haunting and, um, you know, one of them being residual energy, which is when traumatic things have happened within the home, it just being like a, a, a record skipping. It's on, it's an echo of that time and, and that moment that happened. But, you know, with each, each family and each generation that goes through 
different things will stick within a structure of a home and being the age that that home is, I can't imagine what kind of stuff it's seen yeah. um, that it's almost taken on a life of its own. So it's, I mean, well, that also is plays into stone tape theory, which we right. mentioned before, which is like stone and, and wood, like that kind of thing can hold vibrations and energies and memories. So it's that, that would be like holding the residual energy in it. So I would think something more like hearing footsteps or like seeing an apparition walk through the same place over and over again around the same time of day or like whatever, that's more likely to be a residual just playback. Mm -hmm. But shaking you in your bed is not that. So you could have had, very easily could have had multiple things happening in that house. Oh, changing the temperature too. Yeah. Well, that is that not is, a residual. That's no. a haunting. If she did that regularly in the summer, oh. <laughs> that would have been nice. <laughs> Her oh. air conditioner goes, just stand here while I sleep. <laughs> oh, super great. Oh. It's, it's interesting. One of the things like, we, Joy, you just mentioned it with your home as well. Um, my husband and I moved into a house. We'd lived in a house with, that we had some strange things going on. And we moved into a house that we ended up living in for three, four years. And the second I walked in the door, it was like, you could breathe. It was your home. You felt welcome. It felt light and bright, no dark corners. And then we started to get ready to move into the house that we're in now. And suddenly it was like a light switch. And it was, whatever was there was not happy that we were going. Not happy, and we had bangs, and mm. we there was something on my daughter's baby monitor. We would have sounds that sounded like a box from a top of a pile had fallen over, and nothing had fallen over. Just like you were saying with the windows, it all sounded like they were being smashed, but nothing was wrong. And um, after we moved out, I have really poor life skills, so I had to go back a few times to get stuff that. <laughs> didn't bring with me each time I went back it was like I couldn't get out of there fast enough it felt so awful so awful and it's not even like someone standing there watching you it's like they are up in your personal space you know what it's like you know when you like have a falling out with roommates or like you split up with Mm -hmm. a partner and you have to go back to that house you have to live in that house with them and you're just like everything there it's like they're in the other room just brooding like annoyed that you're even in the house like that kind of feeling yeah that's insane so courtney i i used actually i had one of the ladies that you used in your house come to my house oh now and cleanse it yeah um after we moved in because we had some stuff yeah tag along yeah um and my experience was bonkers. So I'd love to hear more about yours. I mean, if that's, if that's if you, it, I mean, if, I, yeah. Unless there's something else that has been one, forgotten. One more question. Do you feel like Abigail is ever around now since you've moved out? No, she stays there. Like that is a thing that stays with that house. That's her home. Okay. Wow. So Courtney, your house where you are now you've had issues with? Um, I did not have any issues in this house, but my kids were having issues. And my son would see um, some like shadowy figures <clears throat> coming out of his sister's room and like into the hallway. And How so old was at- he? That was, he was probably eight. 
And how old was your daughter at the time? She would have been three or four. Wow. Yeah. And she, she was seeing other things later on where she saw this like half woman come out of her mirror, which apparently has more to do with her than the house. It's not something that's attached to the house. It's something that's like, I forget what it is, but it, it but she's seeing like oh. representations of emotions from the day or something like that. Oh, but for Teddy, he was seeing something that was like attached to the land and not the house. I had done like sage before that, and I had done like a feng shui clearing, and none of that helped. And then Annie came in and she did the like basically addressing every single entity on the property or every thought form, every like leftover energy and pushing them towards the light or encouraging, oh. like convincing them to go to the light. Mm-hmm. And um, my, I didn't tell my son I was doing it. And that night he slept through the night. <gasps> How long had you been in the house prior to Annie coming? I think two, two or th- two years, maybe. Oh. Wow. So he didn't sleep through the night that entire time? No, no, he did. And then it started up. Um, it started up during the summer and then it got a little better. And then there was a full like two months, I think, where he was waking up at three in the morning every night. Wow. And, wow. you know, I'm already freaked out. Well. By that. <laughs> I yes. don't want to see anything wandering around in the hallways. No, um, no, no. <laughs> And then, you know, when he would get scared, then I would get scared to go get him. Right. <laughs> and then there's like a whole thing because when, when there was something, I was convinced something was in my son's room when we lived in Brooklyn yeah. and I would just be like, I don't want to go in. Don't be hungry now, please. Like, no, 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 you don't want to be the adult in that moment. For no, sure. there were some nights that I was like, you just sleep in my bed. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like once Annie came into the clearing and the, the, you know, she basically like talked to all of the different entities. Oh I don't know. She has a whole system, which is yeah super clear to me, but it's very intense and it seems to work. Um, oh. But what she said that was interesting was that even if it's a benevolent spirit, especially for children, they're always going to be looking behind them. And they're always going to be wondering if there's something else in the room with them. And just that fact alone is distracting and stressful enough for your energy that it's worth getting it out of your house. And it's also, um, you know, it's not good for the spirit to be stuck here either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cause they are trapped. So overall, I think it's a good thing to get those clearings done. And yeah. so <laughs> I, I have a question. What, was there anything that happened that summer that would have kicked this off that, that, that would have, because if it, if you, it sounds like you'd been in the house maybe for a year and a half at that point. Yeah. Like with did nothing. You visit grandma's house and come home. And- <laughs> I think so. I mean, it's such a blur, you know, because I had a two year, I, it might've been after my husband was in Romania for, for four months filming. And so it was just me and the kids and then back. I mean, I'm wondering if there's anything, did your husband bring anything back from Romania with him? Like any kind of like tchotchkes? 
Um, yes, but they're all cleared now. She clears all the So it's fine. Every nail, everything in your property. But the scary thing is, is that even if she clears all that stuff, there are like transient spirits who can come and just set up shop. No. Oh my God. Sorry guys. No. Thank you. But spirits can like. No, we did. Grow. We had a situation that seems to have happened like that uh, yeah. recently in my house. Just everything felt weird. And then Anessa came over one day because we were doing pod school and she was like, I don't want to say anything before, but I think something's hanging out. Yeah. Um, but it seemed like it went home with her. Oh God. Oh, good. And that, cause I mean, but she's like, yeah, she's like okay. a ghost whisperer. Like she's got the, she's had it since she was little. Like she can just be like, go wait in my room and I'll talk to you later. But it seems like it left. Yeah. She has not seen it since. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So we're, I, I, I don't want any ghosts in my house. I would no. Annie five times over to just get rid of that stuff. So yeah, uh, things seem pretty okay. Now I think that I might just have like maybe a relative that's hanging a little bit nearby once in a while. Yeah. Um, but because I'm such a Friday cat and a big giant baby, I'm not going to, I just occasionally go, who's here and get really annoyed and then get my sage and go, I don't want to see anything. <laughs> so it's just like this constant struggle and I'm sure they're pissed off at me too. Oh. <laughs> Has anything else happened, Courtney, in your house since Annie came? No, I mean, my daughter was seeing some things, but it was more about her than the house. Like right. They were, here. they were with her. So. Is she just feeling things? Is she just having like trouble empathetically with things and emotionally? I think so. And I think more some that. of that was like she was seeing some manifestations of that. Yeah, that but makes it's coming sense. from her. It's not external. Right. So yeah. there was nothing there was nothing to clear in the house, which was kind of a disappointment because Yeah, she just might have big empathetic feelings and needs to learn how to deal with those emotions. Yeah. Yeah. But I got to tell you, Louisa has some quirks. No pictures on her walls. Oh yeah. Mirrors yeah. be totally covered. Sure. Uh, she's and the doors yeah. have to all be shut upstairs when she goes mm -hmm. to bed. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get. I mean, I can I, only I, imagine I, how terrifying it was for her as a tiny kid, though. That I mean, that makes sense. That yeah. that's I'm, how she feels safe. I'm more like nodding my head in like a yeah, I yeah, like I feel you because like when I was little, I would totally get nervous about like reflective surfaces and like mirrors and that kind of stuff. And still now, I'm like, excuse yeah. me, husband, why is that closet door open right now? Oh, like, yeah. please, like I need. To <laughs> So I'm still the same. Like the things need to be shut that are supposed to be shut. The things need yeah. to be closed that are supposed to be closed. Like Courtney's classic story. <laughs> when I, when I was like, I don't know, three, yeah. I think I was three years old. My mom every night would come into my room and she would close the closet door and she would lock it from the outside. And she'd be like, well, now nothing can get out. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That was my takeaway at three at least. That was I don't remember. <laughs> Why are you worried? I closed the closet door. And she uh, locked it. So she put like a little yeah. hook and eye lock on the outside. Yeah. Well, I was Do you know how it. much more terrifying that would be if you heard the lock move in the middle it, of the oh, night? Oh, that oh. is like. No, no. 
You're going to live in an old drafty house, and then all of a sudden you hear like, ding, 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 ding. No, 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 no. Fuck, it's coming to get me. No. (laughs) That's when you just freeze in bed and just lay there. Oh, yeah, I know that move. Overlook. (laughs) Bunny, have you had anything happen at any other homes after that? Or before. Or before, yeah. Stuff when you were a kid, too, or is this just like a weird one-off? No, no, I grew up in a house, and I'm sure there was something there. Um, but the only weirdness was when, when my husband died, when Courtney's dad died, I woke up that morning, he was not feeling well. So I slept in the den so I wouldn't catch whatever it was. Um, and I woke up that morning and I knew that he was gone. I woke up and said, he's not here anymore. And then I tried to talk myself out of it. And then I put off sort of going into the bedroom because I didn't didn't want to. And then, um, yeah, so that was unusual because... I, I tend to be kind of not very, uh, I don't know, intuitive about that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that, that was the only other weird thing. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. No, no. But he, he went straight to where he was supposed to go, and that's, that's a good thing. Oh, I think, no, that's good. Didn't I think that's one of those connections, though. That's that, that's that love, that partner connection. When yep. you're so intertwined with the other person that you just intuitively know, yeah, strange. No, he wasn't. He wasn't there. It was physical. I mean, it was physical feeling that he just wasn't there anymore. Wow. So yeah, it was weird. But other than that, no. But mostly it was just Abigail in that house and the cigarette smoke in that back bedroom. Wait, Pretty what? Pretty, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Yeah. In, yeah, in the place I'm living in now, the back bedroom it occasionally smells like cigarette smoke. And she came home and her suitcase was filled. My suitcase smelled like cigarettes. What? Nobody smokes. I mean, <gasps> nobody smokes in the unit or in the next. No, unit nobody next smokes door. anywhere near. Yeah, so. Whoa. Hi. Oh, cigarette ghost. Ew. Yeah, it's a, yeah. What's that? Oh, weird. That's nuts. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I'm sure there's other things, but uh, oh, yeah. she just will keep saying, "No, no, it's all fine," <laughs> except for that time. <laughs> yeah, but then and then we had that creepy basement on Mills Road. I mean, you just are I, blocking no, it I, all I, out. I that was a terrible I, house yeah. too. Courtney, tell us details, <laughs> yeah, please. One? Oh, it's what's like this, this mid-century-ish. Uh, it was a deck house. That's the the common name for it. But. Yeah, it was like you go in on the the first level, it's like all on one level, and then there's a big basement, and the basement was super creepy, even though it was finished, and it had a whole wall, the whole back wall was glass sliding doors, and the side was all sliding glass doors, so at night, it, it was, was just the woods behind black. you, oh, <laughs> with like, yeah, I didn't no like one, no one would put any curtains up, it was just no. a nightmare, that place, Ooh, yeah. but yeah, um, thank you. The basement was super creepy and and like the guy that lived there before us died or he had a heart attack there was like red stuff on the ceiling yeah no he it was funny because it's not funny well no a guy that i (laughs) a guy not a funny someone i knew that worked on the ambulance corps said oh that's the house where so and so fell on the meat fork in the dishwasher what the guy keeled over on on top of him and like was stabbed through the heart with a meat fork my god and that's right so... above there was this it was a red was, brown stain was, on the wood ceiling yeah what was, yeah, the cedar the roof was the ceiling so it was a cedar ceiling um yeah 
I thought maybe it was spaghetti sauce or something that it showed up. Oh, spaghetti sauce. Spaghetti sauce. It was like arterial uh, blood spatter. The only reason he told us was because there was this giant stairway like in the middle of the house and they almost dumped him over into the basement area. Um, well, whoever that guy was, he used to sit in the basement in like a, in a recliner. Oh, I have a very recliner. clear memory of whoever this guy was that I never met, but he used to sit down there and like stew. Because stew? Did you that, see him? Did you see no, him? No, I mean like that, but I knew that. You felt it. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to have to watch A Real Housewives now. Yeah. Do it. Right? Yeah. Cleanse the palate, burn some stuff, rub a crystal. Eat some cookies. Eat some cookies. Seriously. Eat some cookies. Watch some Ramona. Flipping out on Real Housewives. It's going to be fantastic. So we we have a thing that we do that I made Joy start with me, which um, we go around and we talk. We just say something that we're grateful for. So Courtney, Bunny, what what something are you grateful for? It's very easy for me because I haven't seen my mom in a year. And so she's here for two months doing my laundry, (gasps) taking care of my children. Bonnie, I will send you an Uber. (laughs) Come to my house. I will make you tea. I will feed you biscuits. Um, That would be nice. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful that I got out here safely. Yeah. and yeah, it's, it's nice to be, I'm grateful that I get to spend the holidays with, with people I love. That's wonderful. I'm so glad you guys get to do that. I love that. Aww. Joy. I'm grateful that uh, while I was in the really long line for In-N-Out the other day <laughs> that I was thinking, oh, I wonder if In-N-Out sells anything that I would like to purchase that are not things I can eat. So while I was in the long line, I happened to look up inandout.com and they have so much stuff. They have so many things. So I right now am wearing in and out socks because that was my big purchase while I was in line waiting to pay for my food. So I have like two transactions on my card that's like in and out dot com and then it's like in and out in and out <laughs> within like a minute and a half of one another but i'm grateful for my socks because they're super comfy um we what put you, what are you grateful we put up our christmas tree oh yay. yay we put it up like i if i could if i would have put it up the day after halloween but my husband said no for some reason um i know <laughs> whatever um but we put it up and this year we let the four-year-old go ham on decorating it so she got to decorate the tree and it was really rad i made a playlist of my favorite christmas songs from growing up in the uk that no one over here has heard of that just immediately had that sense memory of you know driving home christmas eve from my parents friend's house in the dark like in up to our village and just yeah so yeah that's my thing no big deal and i'm grateful for you guys being on and bonnie holy smokes i'm so glad that you got here safely Mm -hmm. and that you get to be with um courtney and the kiddos 
but I know she, she made me fly first class. What? Um, oh, that sucks. Oh, that sounds like the pits. Yeah, terrible. Like, yeah, was the like, worst oh, daughter. Anything. Yeah. She was like, but I'm going to miss out on the first class snacks. And I said, I don't care. I'll take that mask off. Listen. Flying is not what it used to be. You're just on like a bus in the sky at this point. The food is, is not like that great. It was great. My own little personal room. Uh, I remember my mum used to make us get dressed up to fly when we were younger. And now it's like people wear pajamas. Pajamas, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just goes, I feel like that maybe shows how old I am. But it was like, you know, in the 80s, we'd fly from the UK to California to visit my grandparents. And it was like, Mm -hmm. we had a special flying outfit that we would wear. Yeah. (laughs) Well... I'm very happy to have had you both join us tonight. Thank you so much for telling us all your stories. Yes. Oh, and for scaring us. Yes, thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And if anyone listening has stories or would like to come on and chat with us, please pop us an email to theresidualspodcast at gmail.com and check us out on social media at the underscore residuals underscore podcast on the Instagrams. And we have a Twitter and Facebook that um, I need to give Joy the passwords for because I cannot, I can't do that. So anyway, until next time, um, wash your hands, mm-hmm. uh, be kind, mm-hmm. wear, uh, a mask. wear a mask, mm-hmm. and more importantly, don't be afraid of the dark. But I will. <laughs> I just, I hated it and got out of there as fast as possible. And I thought it was great.